The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. We're waiting for my guest, who is live from Israel. His name is David Rubin. David, welcome to the show. I was actually beginning to worry a little bit, obviously, with... uh, with the situation being so devastating and dangerous in Israel, I was certainly hoping that you and, and your family and, and um, well, everyone actually is safe there. So I'm glad that you can take time out to be on the show. Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch. And uh, tell us what's going on. What's, well, let me just preface this. Um, you know, one of the reasons that I, I wanted to have you on today was to give us the real story about what's going on in uh, Israel because so many media outlets, or I, sh- I shouldn't say so many, but there are some media outlets that um, are giving us less than the truthful picture. For example, it's already been shown that CNN has been showing pictures that don't even relate to to what's going on today or, or to this war, or, you know, it's just things that are biased to um, try to make it look like Israel is the is the aggressor. So I wanted to. I, I, I'm really glad that you can tell us exactly what is going on there right now. Well, the situation right now is is very precarious. Where we're, we're we're really not sure what's going to be, and I I'd say there's a very good chance that in the next 12 hours all of this will be decided. What's what's happening now is that after a full eight years of missiles being fired at Israeli cities by the Hamas terrorist organization in Gaza, which is, which is the small region in the southwestern uh, coast of Israel along the Egyptian border. And uh, so the Hamas terrorists have been firing these missiles at Israel, at Israeli citizens, at Israeli civilians, aiming for the center of Israeli cities, aiming for Israeli civilians. And Israel has not been responding at all, for the most part. There have been some periods in those eight years when when the attacks have been stronger. There have been some periods when the attacks have been less. Uh, but what we have now is a situation after the elections, after the American elections, I should say, uh, that the attacks increased in frequency, increased greatly in frequency, and Israel finally reached the point where we had to respond. There was no way not to respond anymore. And uh, so, so the the missiles have been firing back and forth from Hamas at Israel, from Israel at Hamas in in Gaza, 
and these, Israel has called up its reservists. There are about uh, between 30 and, and 60,000 troops, Israeli soldiers, amassed at the Gaza border, waiting to be sent in uh, to try and put an end to this, to try and put an end to these missile attacks on Israel. And, um, you know, you mentioned that, and obviously it is right after the election, and I couldn't help but thinking that there, there's no coincidence here. No, there is no co- coincidence. It's, it seems pretty obvious to me uh, that the, the Hamas terrorists figured that President Obama will be more favorable, favorably disposed towards them uh, because he's very close with the president of Turkey, who is a hardcore Islamist, um, uh, Mr. Erdogan, and, and the Muslim Brotherhood in Egypt, uh, through, with, with which uh, President Obama has also maintained a close relationship and is still uh, giving billions of dollars to every year. Uh, so uh, the, the, the situation right now is, is not good. And the, the question is, will Israel, will, will the Israeli cabinet authorize uh, the ground troops to just go in and, and do the job, which is to destroy all of these missile launchers, to destroy all of the weapons factories, and, and to put an end to, to the, the aggression against Israel, which has been, as I said, going on for eight years. Uh, or, on the other hand, uh, will, will Prime Minister Netanyahu and the Israeli cabinet cave in uh, to the pressure coming from the the outside, from the international bodies, from the UN, uh, from Hillary Clinton, who has just arrived in Israel, uh, that that is the big question, and we'll we'll know. I, I believe we'll know as of tomorrow uh, which way it's going, whether there'll be a ground war or whether there'll be a fourth ceasefire. Well, now, yes, I, I was reading about how Egypt is trying to broker a ceasefire, which kind of seemed a little strange. Um, I mean, who in Egypt is neutral? Who, how, who, how, how would they be doing this? Well, e- Egypt, we, we have to remember, uh, this is the same Egypt in, in which they recently had an Islamic revolution. I mean, people right. were calling it, calling it the pro-democracy movement or the Arab Spring or all, all these other nice idyllic names, uh, which were not a reflection of reality. The reality is that the Muslim Brotherhood and the Islamic Salafists, who are the, the most extreme Islamic ideologues, are the ones who came to power. You know, these are people who authorize uh, beating of wives and and, they, and religiously sanction it, and and authorize repression of women, and authorize child abuse, and 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 do not allow religious expression for any religion other than Islam. And these are the people who came to power in Egypt. So, so they're the ones who who are, are mediating this ceasefire that's proposed between Egypt and, and uh, excuse me, between the Hamas terrorists and, and Israel. And uh, I personally don't feel comfortable having, 
having Islamic extremists mediating a, a, a ceasefire deal. I, I just don't trust it, especially since the Hamas is literally an, an outgrowth of the Muslim Brotherhood. They are, they are one and the same. Well, yeah, and I mean, I'm sure that um, Netanyahu and other Isra- the Israeli cabinet must realize that as well. So, uh, so I don't know how um, how they could trust the peace that that would be brokered. Well, they they do uh, they do realize, and most of them at least do realize who who the Muslim Brotherhood is, and 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 what an absurd situation it is. The the problem is that, is when pressure is put on. Uh, the Israeli government from our friends uh, in the United States, such as, well, the people who we would like to think are our friends in the United States, uh, such as the American government. And and that that, that is the concern. There's sort of a, a hypersensitivity uh, to to what the world will say. Yeah. You know, I've... Uh, and uh, and uh, it's a problem because uh, the the government of Israel should be responding to the voters and acting according to to Israel's interests uh, of self preservation. Well, exactly. Uh, I mean, that's that's what's at stake here because because really, um, I mean, as of course I'm sure you know, um, but I'm just telling it for my listeners um, that there is the mandate in the. Um, uh, in the Hamas uh, charter, or that um, their mandate is to wipe Israel off the face of the earth. So you know whether they stop these um, bombs now, um, rockets, bombs, or 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 they do a ceasefire and they continue a year later. I mean, the ultimate goal is still the same. So that makes it very and and the more that you know, of course the the um, of course, the monster behind all of this, the monster in the closet, nobody, you know, I mean, well, America certainly should be more aware of this, but um, the fact that Iran is supplying Hamas, right, with, with the arms. Yes, yes, the Iranians have, have been the main supplier uh, for the Hamas terrorists. Of course, they also get, uh, they also get weapons from, um, that, that are supplied uh, by, by Sunni Muslims as well as the Shiite Muslims of Iran, uh, and everyone is on board. Everyone in the Islamic world is on board with this uh, this cause, what they consider to be a noble cause of the Hamas uh, to destroy Israel. Uh, there is no cause that is considered more noble in the Islamic world than the destruction of Israel. Uh, we we like to think that in our times things have changed. And that they, there are those who really believe in having lasting peace in the Middle East. I, I don't believe that to really be true. Uh, the, the the facts say otherwise. Well, and of course, as you mentioned, with the Arab Spring and with these various Arab countries falling into the hands of Islamic extremists, um, and I guess we're going to have to continue this later. You know, but obviously. There's more of a danger than ever uh, for Israel's survival because they're all kind of on the same team now. Well, I mean, they all were, but but there was more moderation before. Well, we need to take a break. Um, my guest is David Rubin, live from Israel. We're talking about what really is going on in the streets, um, and I'm going to be asking you about that, too, what the people are talking about when we come back. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, 
And I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. My guest today is David Rubin. He is the former mayor of Shiloh, Israel, and he's the founder and president of Shiloh, Israel Children's Fund, which treats terror victim children. And uh, yes, I'm going to want to talk about that with you today, too, David. Um, we're, today's show is live from Israel. David is uh, speaking to us kindly amidst the... Um, rain of bombs coming down from Hamas, trying Hamas terrorists trying to annihilate Israel. So, David, what is, you know, what is really going on? I mean, what is your, you and your family talking about? What are your neighbors talking about? What are people in the street talking about? Well, this, this is the, the topic. This is what, what is going on right now. Uh, everyone is discussing what is going to happen next. Uh, I mean, there's just people in the street. Um, I was I was in a store yesterday, and and there were two people there who were who were uh, debating what is going to be next, whether Israel will send in the ground troops uh, to to do the job in Gaza and to to clean out the, that hornet's hornet's nest of terrorism, uh, or or whether. Uh, Israel is going to agree to agree to the pressure of the UN and of the United States government, of the Obama administration, for a ceasefire. Uh, so, 
that that is the big question and and in between these debates and discussions people go about their day-to-day lives they go to work uh they go to school if they are not within 40 uh kilometers of of uh Gaza uh because in in those areas uh, the schools have been closed. The people have not been going to work for the most part, and and there've been a lot of bomb scares and a lot of uh, missile alerts. Uh, where where I am in the Jerusalem region, uh, there there have been several uh, missile alerts, and uh, everyone has to go. Uh, when that happens, everyone has to stop what they're doing, whatever they're doing, and go to the nearest bomb shelter uh, within a couple of minutes. And it's not an accident that in Israel we have a very elaborate home front command and and we have procedures that, that people have been trained to follow in in a situation like this. Uh, every Every single new house that's built in Israel has to have a bomb shelter within that within the building. Wow and and that every every single place of work. Uh, every single uh, office building has to have a bomb shelter uh, with adequate space for the amount of people who work there. Uh, so th- this this is something that's automatic in Israel. It's known, and you know you just talk to uh, to friends who or or just uh, acquaintances that that you hear are are building homes. And you look at their building plans, you see it right there. There has to be a room that is set aside to be a bomb shelter and has to be equipped to be a bomb shelter. Wow, that is just so sad. How many is, what is the death toll in Israel so far with this war? Well, it's it's a little bit hard to keep up with it uh, because there there have been so many missile attacks and and recently there there've been more missile attacks just in the past uh just in the past few hours uh there there've been uh strikes on the city of of Rishon Lezion which is the south of Tel Aviv uh there there've been there've been strikes on uh, the Jerusalem region and and there've been many strikes in on Beersheba and and Ashkelon and Ashdod, which are which are major cities in the south, uh, so so there 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 have been some uh, twenty thirty people who've been uh, killed there. There have been oh, many who've been wounded, um, but that you know it's it's it, it will be if if we launch a ground attack, a ground assault on Gaza, uh, then then the air attacks coming from the Hamas will be decreased drastically and it, it it may be stopped completely if if we continue the operation long enough. Uh so that's why I look at a, a ground operation as being a very good thing. Uh there there are some situations where uh war is necessary. Uh there there, there is no equivalency between Israel and and the Hamas Islamic terrorist organization or the Islamic Jihad terrorist organizations that are entrenched in Gaza. Uh, there's no 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 equivalency between them, no moral equivalency between those those bodies and and the state of Israel, which is a, a, a free democratic state 
uh, which which believes in Western civilization believe, and believes in uh, the the values that people in the West believe in. Um, the, it's very different from a place where where Sharia law, the Islamic law that says that uh, that a husband has the right to beat his wife and and that children uh, can can be married off when they're uh, five years old or ten years old. Uh, it's a, a very different value system in Israel uh, than than in Gaza. You know, it seems like you were talking about, and I read about um, the attacks going, coming. I mean, presumably aiming for the big cities of Jerusalem and and uh, Tel Aviv. Uh, that's that's. It wasn't in the past. It hasn't really gotten that close. Uh, at least on a regular basis, has it? No, it hasn't, and, and and that and that is my exact point. That that because in in 2009, when it, when Israel went into Gaza the last time, uh, the, the, it was so ambivalent. The the and the the pressure was on for Israel to have us to agree to a ceasefire. Uh, Secretary of State Clinton was rushing. Back and forth from from country from the Hamas terrorists to Israel, uh, pressuring Israel to agree to a ceasefire. Israel agreed to a ceasefire in 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 the last Gaza war very prematurely, and because we did, we, yeah, yes, there was a ceasefire and the rocket attacks uh, ceased momentarily, and and after that they. Uh, there may have been a few more that that uh, a few more rocket attacks, but they were greatly diminished for several months. But what went on during those several months? What went on is that they they were hard at work refueling. Weapons were flying through Egypt into the the arms smuggling tunnels mm-hmm. in Gaza, and before you knew it. They they had missiles that are of a length and a, and a range mm. that is far greater than what they ever had before. Mm. Mm-hmm. The Iranians have been sending um, missiles to them by ship and via Egypt. And remember, now Egypt is run by the Muslim Brotherhood, so they're they're on the side of the terrorists. Mm-hmm. So and and they're they're working together, enabling Iran to get those uh, those missiles and those weapons. To the Hamas terrorists in in Gaza, and and so, so that's the reason why they they're able to reach Jerusalem now, why they're able to reach Tel Aviv, uh, because the the missiles that they have now are much more powerful and much greater range. Which of course, um, with Iran getting involved more and more, I mean, the more as Iran builds up its own weaponry. Um, and then gets involved. Um, this whole thing just will continue to escalate unless, unless there's some, you know, I, I, unless what? I mean, are, what are people talking about in regard to that? Well, Where is this going to end? Yeah, there, there are two things that Israel can do, and what, one of those things is to uh, launch the ground assault in Gaza and to to stay there for a number of weeks and 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 do the job that needs to be done. Uh-huh. Uh that's that's one thing that can be done. Uh Israel needs to stay there and and possibly even 
um, take take full control of of the area where the arms smuggling tunnels are, mm. and to and to just take control of it and 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 leave some soldiers there, so they can do the job. Uh, that that has to happen, uh, because if that doesn't happen, then the second Israel leaves, uh, they're going to start refueling again and bringing in the weapons and bringing in the missiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that 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 has to be done. The second thing that could be done, of course, is is for Israel to to launch that long overdue preemptive strike on Iran, mm-hmm. and 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 stop Iran from being the the major world exporter of terrorism. And so, are people talking about that? Is that I mean, where do where do most of the people that you talk to or that you hear people? The people talking on television and on the radio and so on. What, which way are most of the people going, or is it pretty, or is it divided? On, on Iran or on or well, on both Gaza. of those things that you mentioned. Well, well, as far as the the ground attack on on Gaza, uh, it seems like most of the people are in favor of it. There, there are some that are that are nervous about it. Uh, there are some that that feel that perhaps a ceasefire might be. The best approach, but the majority of the people clearly uh, seem to be in favor of launching the ground attack uh, uh, into Gaza. Okay. And uh, and it's um, in, in fact uh, there are rumors floating around as Secretary of State Clinton has just arrived in in Israel for meetings uh, and um, to the, to try to achieve a ceasefire in the in the fighting between Israel and Gaza. Now, David, I'm going to need to stop you right here because uh, I'm sorry, but I've, the music was going, and uh, we need to take a break. This is all, you know, obviously so important. My guest is David Rubin, the former mayor of Shiloh, Israel, and the founder of Shiloh Israel Children's Fund. We're going to be talking more. He's telling us like it is, not uh, not showing us pictures of of other wars or other countries. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Do you find yourself tearing pictures of rooms out of magazines? Do you watch certain movies and TV programs because of the homes they show? Are Sundays reserved for open houses? Then you are a home dreamer, and someday you will build or renovate your dream home. Steve Clip has spent three decades learning how to win at the dream home game. His show, Winning the Dream Home Race, can be heard every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time 
5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Let Steve Clip help save you money and make you a winner. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, talking today live from Israel with my guest. I'm not live from Israel. I'm live from Los Angeles. But my guest, David Rubin, is uh, in Israel. And where there are currently, as uh, you know, bombs continuing to rain from Hamas terrorists trying to annihilate Israel. Um, before the break, we were talking about uh, some things that could be done uh, for Israel's survival. One, David, that you were mentioning was uh, launch, uh, launching a, the ground attack and um, uh, staying and taking control of the arms smuggling so that they're not able to rearm with better arms and fairly quickly again. And I was asking you about what the general consensus is about that. Right. So, so there, there is no question that that's what needs to be done. Uh, I, I haven't seen any surveys in which people were asked specifically about that, uh, but but people have been asked about the ground. Uh, the ground assault, the ground war, and and uh, it, it seems like the public is pretty strongly behind that. Certainly, a lot more people are in favor of that than than any sort of ceasefire. Uh, then, uh, so I was saying that that is one thing that can be done. Uh, of course, uh, the the long spoken about preemptive strike against Iran, uh, which would which would stop the Iranians from uh, from. Uh, sending these weapons. They're, Iran is the major exporter of terrorism in the world, and it's and and it's by policy. It is by design. It is quite intentional. Uh, the one of the goals of the Islamic Revolution in Iran was to export the Islamic Revolution. Uh, that's something that the Ayatollahs have always spoken about, and and they and they do it not just to the Shiite Muslims, but also to the Sunni Muslims. They're, uh, they don't discriminate. They they send it to they send their weapons to all Muslim terrorists, and they and and they're happy to work with them. And that's that's one thing that I I spoke about quite a bit in my book, the Islamic Tsunami. Uh, that that even though there are many different terrorist organizations, and there are different ethnic Muslims, and there 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 are the Shiite Muslims, there are the Sunni Muslims. And there, there are the Arab Muslims and the non-Arab Muslims, but, but they all work together when it comes to the destruction of Israel. Mm-hmm. And so now, what about? I mean, what is it like for you? Um, you have a family. Um, what you know when you hear? I mean, how? I guess how are you going day to day uh, or minute to minute? Um, Knowing that any minute you could hear the sirens saying to to go to a bomb shelter. Well, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, I was <clears throat> I was uh, at home uh, this afternoon. I'm sitting at my desk uh, uh, doing a, a different radio interview, and uh, I, I just completed the interview uh, when when the sirens went off, 
and and the, these sirens are quite loud, and uh, everyone hears it. You, it doesn't matter what you're doing; you're going to hear those sirens. And I so, so I, I quickly uh, uh, left my office, and I and I, I went went out, and I called my son, who's my youngest son, who's nine years old, and and he uh, so so he's he has rollerblades on. And he and he said he said uh, Abba, you know, Dad, what what are we supposed to do? So I said, oh, let's go out to to the the nearest bomb shelter. So which which we did. So he said, can I can I take my rollers? So I said, yeah yeah, take it. go with your rollers. And so we went out to the bomb shelter there, which uh, which is just down the street from us. And and there were quite a number of people inside that bomb shelter from. From uh, all walks of life, all kinds of people, all ages, and everyone is in this little, you know, closed into this little room, uh, which is a bomb shelter. And and then I I got a phone call right then from my my 16 year old daughter, uh, who had just arrived home, and she she also said, "Where are we supposed to go? Which bomb shelter should we go to?" And I told her where it was. And she quickly came running over. Uh, the, it becomes almost routine uh, because this is this is what we've been trained to do, and this is what we know that we have to do. And but the, of course, uh, you wonder because you know that that underneath, and especially given what given the work that I'm involved with with the Shiloh Israel Children's Fund, I I know that. That it does have a long-term effect on children. Uh, they 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 may go with smiles to the bomb shelter, but uh, inside, I, I really believe that, and uh, I know for a fact that there are there are traumas uh, that that have lasting effects on on the children uh, from these repeated sirens and and from the reports of shootings on the road, and from the reports of fire bombs being thrown at cars, and from the reports of, of the missiles that are flying, and, and seeing their, their fathers and their brothers uh, quickly putting on their uniforms and leaving work and leaving mm. school uh, to go out to the, to the war front. Mm. It's a, it has its effect. Yes, of course. Um... Well, and and when you were first on the show, I guess I don't know was that like a year or two ago, um, we you talked about how how you first got involved in all of this when you and your son uh, were attacked by terrorists um, a number of years ago. Yes, well that that as as you know was a, it was about ten years ago, and my um, my three year old son and I were coming back from Jerusalem in our car, and he was buckled into the baby seat. Where we're driving home, it's a, a dark, uh, dark night, and uh, on a dark country road, and we're we're about halfway home, and suddenly there's a massive hail of bullets on the on the car, and apparently there were terrorists on the shi- side of the road shooting with AK-47 assault rifles, and I was shot in the leg, my son was shot in in the head, uh, a bullet pierced into his head where the skull meets with the neck, uh, causing a skull fracture, causing internal bleeding in the cerebellum, mm. and uh, the bullet missed his brainstem by one millimeter. Mm. So we, 
you know, the car wasn't starting. It took a while, but we finally got the car to start. We got to safety. And, uh, well, thank God we both survived. Uh, but uh, as a result of that whole experience, and, you know, I might, I might just add uh, just the background so people understand what we're talking about on a personal level. Uh, my, my son and I both had two operations. In, uh, during our time in the hospital for a number of weeks. And so, so several weeks later, my son came back from the hospital. And in the middle of the night, he, he was just walking through the house screaming uh, at the top of his lungs. And it, you know, it was almost like the scream that he tried to make in the car that he couldn't. Mm. And, and, it, and this went on for a few nights. Uh, this screaming in the middle of the night, and and he couldn't explain it. He didn't know why he was screaming, uh, but but I uh, we saw that the trauma is there, and and uh, the more I explored it, the more I found that the trauma is very deep in all of the children, in, in the areas that have been most affected by terrorism in Israel. Yes, and every time um, bombs fall again, like now, it brings back, uh, it triggers all these memories of previous experiences. That's right, that's right. And that's one thing that we've seen uh, repeatedly in, our, in our, our work, you know, the work that the Shiloh Israel Children's Fund does with, with the children in, in the therapeutic center, uh, the, is that the, the children... Very often, you you think that they're totally over the trauma, and then a few years later, it comes back. Something triggers it, and in in this in this case, it's the sirens and the war uh, that's going on right now, uh, and it, and it it's, it has to be treated. There there's no way uh, that you know pe- people have said to me, well, why why do you continue living? In, yeah. in that that part of Israel, or where where there's so much danger, or why do you continue living in Israel right. at all? And and it, it, it's a reasonable question. And the, the answer is well, we're we're determined. We we adults who who came who came to live here, and aside from of course the the millions of Israelis who were born here. Uh, but the Israelis like myself, who who were born in the United States and came to Israel uh, to live because we believed in it and we we believe in Israel and and the importance of Israel and and but but for us yes we we believe in it but but our children our children didn't know the difference they they were just born here and they they're just naturally here because this is their place. Uh, so, so they have a sort of built-in understanding of that. But if they're traumatized from terrorism, then we have a responsibility to help them mm-hmm. and to help them get past the trauma and to restore some of that lost innocence of childhood to their lives. And that's what we're doing. We created therapeutic programs using art, using music. Uh, we built a petting zoo and we and a therapeutic horse horseback riding farm and all all of these things are to help children to be treated in the way that children need to be treated because children aren't like adults an adult can go into uh can go in for a session with Dr. Carroll or any other 
psychiatrists or psychologists and and talk about the trauma and talk about what they've experienced in their lives. Children aren't like that. Uh, ch- children usually keep it inside and right. it has to be brought out of them. And uh, so I, I think of what a... The, one of the therapists that, that does animal-assisted therapy in the petting zoo told me uh, that the animals are like an intermediary for her Yes. Uh, to, to the children. Yes, and I want to hear more about, and I'm sure my listeners do too, want to hear more about what, what, how, you, how you treat these children who, who have lost their innocence. Um, we need to take another break. My guest is David Rubin. He's talking about the Shiloh Israel Children's Fund right now, which uh, is what he founded and he's the president of. We're talking today live from Israel. David is telling us what it's really like um, as this war continues. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll be right back. And uh, I'm your psychiatrist host. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Very rarely does our news media spotlight some of the good things that are happening in our world. For more of these good stories and the people that are creating them, tune in to Bread for the Journey with Mariana Cacciatore. Whether these good acts stem from personal tragedy or just a desire to help out and make this a better world in which to live, you'll find inspiration in every week's program. Connect with those that are doing something great for a change. Listen for Bread for the Journey, Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, talking with David Rubin, who is coming to you live from Israel. We're talking today about uh, what's really going on in Israel because um, I felt... I felt uh, morally responsible for bringing the truth out uh, since a number of uh, media outlets have been portraying the situation in a less than accurate manner. And David is helping us with that. He's the former mayor, mayor of Shiloh, Israel. He's the founder and president of Shiloh, Israel Children's Fund, which he was just starting to tell us about. And uh, he's the author of The Islamic Tsunami, Israel and America in the Age of Obama. Um, 
So before the break, you were talking about um, some of the things, some of the ways in which the Shiloh Israel Children's Fund helps the children deal with the scars of wars. Yes. So, so the uh, as I was saying, the the animal assisted therapist um, she she told me that the animals are like intermediaries for her because the children don't just come out and say what's on their minds. So, so she'll, she'll do things with the, the children in the petting zoo uh, or the horse farm with the animals. And before she knows that, the, 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 before she knows that it's even coming, the children are suddenly talking about how this, this rabbit or, 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 or the goat, um, in, you know, is, is sick or, 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 or that, uh, the, the the baby of the uh, of the mother rabbit has has died and and what what the mother is going through or, or what the children are going through uh, whose parents have seemed to abandon them uh, all, all of these things are you know they're they're very symbolic but they're very real and that's how it comes out and then that's the opening for the therapist to jump in and and really talk about it mm-hmm yes. Um, yeah, I do some of these things myself um, because especially when children don't really have the words or don't feel comfortable talking about some of these things, it's easier to uh, express it when it doesn't seem like they're talking about what they're really talking about. Right. It's, uh, sometimes the, the pain is so great and it's just too much for them to handle if they if they speak about in in uh you know in a very conscious way or a very open way uh so so here there's a it's a way of sort of doing it symbolically in a in a safer kind of way because uh they they're talking about the animals mm-hmm. uh, but obviously they are talking about themselves right well how many people how many children have gone through your program so far oh we we we're, we're talking about thousands there are uh, there are about 500 uh, children being treated at at any given time oh. in any given month, and and they come from all over all over this region, all over the Greater Jerusalem region, mostly in the the area of Samaria, which is north of Jerusalem, and they they come all ages and and all situations. Uh, sometimes the children have lost. Both parents in a terrorist attack. Sometimes they've lost one parent in a terrorist attack. Sometimes they've lost a sibling in a terrorist attack or or in a war. And um, and then there are the, the children who who just uh, who just have traumas traumas that children all around the world have. You know, I, I describe it this way that that in in our communities in Israel. Uh, children suffer from all the same traumas that children around the world suffer from, plus the trauma of terrorism and the trauma of war and the trauma that comes from the threat of terrorism and the trauma that comes from the threat of war. And uh, you, you put that all together, and it's quite overwhelming for a little child. Yes. And what about um, these children who were in your program or... I mean, I guess uh, we're not in your program, but children, I mean, the, the sad thing also is that, of course, I mean, it's mainly the children who aren't in a program like this, but who grow up and, um, 
and then have to go through adulthood with these memories from childhood, and especially if they haven't been treated, it it really makes it a lot more difficult to just uh, have a normal life. You know, what's what's also interesting is how you were talking before about how there's most of the people do want Israel to uh, do the ground war, and and um, I'm struck by how I mean, of course they know that that's that's making a, a very great sacrifice because of the greater number of lives that will Israeli lives that will be lost if that happens. Well, that's true. Uh, it's uh, we know that. We know that, but we also have to think long term. Mm-hmm. You know, so, sometimes people are, are so ensconced in their personal lives and so so obsessed with their personal lives and you know their personal issues, and they, and they don't think about the greater good. Yes. And you know, there was a time in the United States when people spoke about the common good. And uh, that's something that people speak about in Israel quite a bit. Mm. Uh, where, you know, what what are what are long term consequences if we don't deal with this problem yes. now? You know, do we want to just uh, push it along and sort of you know kick the can down the road for the next generation to have to deal with? Uh, that, as parents, that's not a responsible thing for us to do. Yes, uh, we we need to take care of the problem now. You know. Um... I just recently, I mean, for me, of course, I mean, I, I, I'm sort of glued to the media to try to find out what's happening now and what's happening now. Trying to, it's so interesting. You, you look at the headlines, like on the internet, you look at the headlines, and and you can tell, tell some of them are so anti-Israel, and you look at, and some of them are neutral, and some of them may seem a little, well, they seem to be explaining um, things more accurately in terms of what's the history of what's going on. And then, you, well, so you look at the headlines, and then you look at what the news um, uh, outlet is that it's coming from, and you can see such bias in some uh, in some outlets. It's really amazing. But um, you know, just recently, when was it? November November ninth. Um, I did a, a fundraising event for American Friends of Magan David Adom, uh, which, which provides the ambulances and, and medical supplies to Israel. I, had, I sold 24 tickets to the Barbara Streisand concert at the Hollywood Bowl um, with, with extra, you know, at, at a higher price, and the extra, of course, was the donation to um, Magan David Adom. And, but, you know, and I felt really good about it, and everybody had a great time, and it was a wonderful thing, but... Little did I know, you know, you so, so, so what happens in America, and it's so sad, and I'm guilty, obviously too. But it's like we take Israel for granted in some ways. We don't, we don't recognize as much as you do, and the people living there do. And I've been to Israel, but still, um, how how precarious the whole thing is. And I mean, so for example, I was thinking, oh, this is great. I raised all this money, and that'll help, you know, down the line, or you know, someday. And then, then. Not not long after, lo and behold, there's this war. Well, look, it does help, and you know when it, you know we do need ambulances, and especially in times of war. Uh, so, so that's that's what I stress to people uh, that you know it's in times like this that that your efforts and your caring. Uh, really makes a difference. You know, I'm 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 here talking about all the things that we're doing and all these therapeutic programs that the Shiloh Israel Children's Fund is involved in. 
But the reality is that we wouldn't be able to do it if it wasn't for people out there in in places like the United States and and other parts of the world that support us, that stand with us. It's not just Israelis uh, who who give to to help us. Yeah. And and we we're only able to supply these programs for the children because people stand with us and, yes, and people and this, send in donations. And this is a perfect time for me to give you give out the uh, website of Shiloh Israel Children's Fund, which is Shiloh spelled S H I L O H Israel Children dot org www.shilohisraelchildren.org that's s-h-i-l-o-h and my guest again is david rubin who i i you know I, my prayers are with you and with all the other israelis and uh to stay safe and to do whatever is in the long-term best interest of israel and uh you know with Withstand to withstand whatever pressures you need to withstand. Um, if given the history, you know, I, I trust that the uh, I trust that the leaders will make the right decision. So thank you, David, and stay safe. And thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network staff and management.